0: Hello and welcome to the AnTom podcast where we talk all about elevating our mindset, wellness routines and style in simple but authentic ways. So much so that people are going to be like wow I want to be glowing just like them. I'm your host Anthony Tamiza. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Have you had a glow up in life? I remember telling my mom that I was going to have this podcast episode be about glow-ups and she was like what is a glow-up? Well a glow-up is a mental, physical, and an emotional transformation for the better. Glow-ups can be natural or planned as well as being gradual and permanent or fast and temporary. Yikes. That's kind of rough. This is Urban Dictionary just dragging everyone who's had a fast and temporary glow-up. So used properly in a sentence she has really had a glow-up since the last time that I saw her you ever look back at pictures of yourself and you're like literally wtf is that i definitely feel that way i look back on pictures when I was a lot younger, or even when I first started my Instagram, the Anthony Daniel, which is now just Anthony Tamiza, I was like, wow, I really posted that outfit, or I really looked that way, and not in a, like, deep, ashamed way. I think we have to be careful about how we talk about our past selves. Like, everything I'm saying about my past self is from a place of love. It's not like I have this deep disgust within me, but I definitely look at myself now, and I just feel more comfortable. Physically, I like What I see more. And that took a lot of work. A glow up doesn't just happen overnight. And it's even people that I've known for only a year are still sending me messages saying, Oh, wow, you just seem so much different than last year. You carry yourself better. You seem lighter. You're more energetic and smiley and all of that stuff. And I think this past year has been a lot of transformation for me, switching careers, getting all my certifications done, like all of these really heavy things that day to day I don't really attention to but it's only when you look back you see that stuff and so the glow up is when you see someone in person you haven't seen in a while and you're like wow there's something about them they are just in their groove and so that's what we're talking about today i have an incredible guest that i will introduce in a moment but the feedback from the last episode i just have to acknowledge was really funny we had dollarama gate lots of people thought that was funny lots of people wonder also why the machine says dollarama some people not sure what dollarama is because they're not in canada it is what it is and many people were slighted by the airpod comments but i stand by it upgrade your airpods so today's guest is Justin Senense. What's so cool about Justin is that him and I both spoke at the same conferences. So one in Toronto last fall. I spoke at the conference during the day and then Justin participated in the Grand Slam for Speaker Slam, a speaking competition for Speaker of the Year, and he ranked second. I remember sitting in the audience and I just had chills. My friend Jenny, I was sitting beside, we had chills like the whole room. Just was captivated by Justin. And then in April, we both spoke. In Phoenix, and it's just an honor to be in the audience when Justin speaks, and it was so great to reconnect with him. And I want you to watch his talk from Speaker Slam. It's only five minutes, it's linked in the show notes, and we're gonna talk a little bit more all about him in the interview. But it's so great to reconnect with Justin talking about glowing up. What we share in common is that Justin has also not felt comfortable in himself, in his body, growing up. Coming out wasn't the big positive moment that he had hoped for, and I'm gonna let him tell the rest, his viewpoints on overcoming adversity that he has faced to taking on day-to-day challenges is so unique and he is full of energy Justin is going to leave us with an authenticity hack and it's certainly going to challenge you so you must stick around to the end of the interview to hear this week's authenticity hack so let's get right into it here is the interview with Justin all right Justin welcome to the show I know that the listeners are really in for a treat by having you here and Justin I just have to say I'm so lucky to have known you and met you in real life we um, met in Toronto last year when you spoke at uh, Speaker Slam Grand Slam and came in second place you were incredible and you just give me chills every time you're on stage thank you so much for being here Justin.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I've always felt, honestly, ever since I met you, I remember I saw you and Jenny backstage and you all just were like bright beaming smiles and honestly like such an energy of support for me that night. And I just, I knew there was like a connection there and a friendship there. So I'm I'm very honored to be on this podcast and to be able to share with everyone today.
0: Yeah, there was just something there for sure. And then we got lucky because we both spoke at Gawalt Infest in Arizona this spring. Yes. And that was so fun to be able to reconnect and speak on the same stage and to just be a part of such a great lineup how did you find that experience
1: i thought it was great it was great to reconnect reconnect with you and jenny was there as well too and honestly to make new friends it was just beautiful to celebrate everyone's journey with each other it was a warm welcoming beautiful group
0: yes it absolutely was and you spent some time in sedona before the conference and right after yeah tell me how that experience (laughs) was because i know you said it was really awesome
1: Oh my god, it was honestly, it was, I guess the word transformational just comes to mind. I know that's kind of like cliche, but my partner and I wanted to go somewhere where we honestly would have a a healing journey, and we didn't Mm -hmm. define what that would be. So... We kind of just left ourselves open. Our intention was to be open to a healing journey of sorts. And honestly, Sedona and its land and the environment answered mm-hmm. for us.
0: That's yeah. so beautiful. You're not the first person I've heard that describes Sedona as such a healing place, so it makes mm-hmm. me really want to go visit the next time I'm in Arizona. <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. amazing. Now, Justin, when I was prepping for this chat with you, I'm not going to lie. There's so many things in so many areas I think that we can go, but <laughs> I really wanted to try, I love keeping my interviews like a little concise on one topic. So yeah, absolutely. when I was reviewing your website, which is amazing, mm-hmm. it's, it's such oh, a beautiful thanks. website. I, I <laughs> Thank think you. it's phenomenal what you're up to <laughs> and all of that. Thanks. Overwhelmingly, this sense of messaging of glowing up came to me. And for reasons I'll explain soon, but Justin, I actually wanted to recite back an excerpt from your website to you. Is that okay if I do that right now? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Perfect, I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna lead into a brief- um... Oh, I'm scared now, but yes. (laughs) It's always hard having our words read back to us, but there's an intent behind this, so just follow me on this journey. Absolutely. Before I introduce you all to Justin, I wanted to read this excerpt from your website, Justin. So, in your About section, you say, I spent my childhood in Texas, where as a chubby, brown, Filipino kid, I was the object of bullying. To build my self-esteem, my parents enrolled me in Taekwondo, and I went on to become a first-degree black belt under Korean master Lim at age 12. Just as I gained some self-confidence, my family moved to Virginia Beach, where I became the object of ridicule once again. This time around, I believed them. I hid my body and even wore t-shirts and swimming pools because I felt ashamed of my weight, size, and color. This shame accompanied me and built many unhealthy habits around food, sleep, and exercise that further harmed my sense of self. Now, listeners and Justin, I'm not going to leave you in this place. I want to elevate this place, (laughs) but we're going to talk about it. But I want to take that, listeners, listen to where Justin was, and now... I want to introduce Justin to you, who's one of the most talented people that I know. New York City elite personal trainer, performer, storytelling coach. He has mesmerized audiences worldwide with his versatile storytelling skills, skilled with acting, musical, theater, opera, and dance, both on screen and stage. And he has evolved into a master storyteller who brings vulnerability, connection, and showmanship to the stage with ease. As a storytelling coach, he is a masterful guiding presence to help other people share their stories with heart justin is also the co-founder of may i be kind a transformative social movement emphasizing the power of kindness proudly identifying as a gay filipino american justin has garnered recognition for his exceptional achievements as an award-winning speaker and overall hilarious creative and big ball of energy (laughs) who has touched so many lives so justin i want to first begin by just congratulating you on your journey
1: uh, thank you, As thank
0: you. someone who has known you only in the within the past year, like I see all of these things that your bio is and like these beautiful qualities that you have. But we all have our moments that we overcame from childhood and you mm-hmm. are really open about expressing that. And so the theme of glowing up came to me because I feel like we share similarities of some moments in childhood that we just weren't comfortable in our body and our image and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so how does it feel to hear your words read back to you and then recognize where you're at now in life
1: you know honestly hearing it for me my experience of listening to that back was like somewhat overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and the first thing that came to mind was oh my gosh this is what little justin probably felt when he felt like he had to put the shirt on like in the swimming pool or in middle school when i was getting teased or Mm -hmm. in abilene texas like feeling so out of place and not knowing knowing where to fit in it was honestly wonderful to hear things that i've done because i feel like honestly i feel like just as humans we just forget the things that we've done we forget to actually take stock of how far we have come because that little chubby brown filipino Mm -hmm. boy in texas who felt so out of place and wore big clothes and shirts in the pool um is still part of my woven fabric right Mm -hmm. it's it's something that i feel in a beautiful way grounds me now it grounds me back to where i came from and honestly i think even just in this moment it reminds me of why i'm doing what i'm doing that everything like there's no end stop right like i feel like the whole glowing up is like it's no end stop it is a continuation um where sometimes the glow fades and then we have to feed it a little bit more and sometimes where it's so bright that it's overwhelming to even bask in you know and i am filled with gratitude that i am still
0: here what you just said there about how the glow up always continues. When Mm. you get on stage, you have this incredible presence of taking us through a journey, ups, downs, battles, Mm. things you have conquered, but you keep the audience, feeling like they're on their toes and they're engaged in your story how did you build up the confidence to be able to share and perform in such beautiful ways when you think back to the younger child version of you that maybe had trouble being seen and, and had not the easiest childhood how did that version of your glow up go like where did you build this confidence to share so bold
1: oh my gosh i remember as a kid always like coming home and like feeling like the other if that made sense like mm. not fitting in not knowing like do i like girls do i like boys mm-hmm. like why are my clothes so different why am i eating different food like why is my mom making me bring chicken adobo to lunch while wow. everyone's eating pizza you know all these days and always trying to like figure out how to fit in watching tv trying to see what was on there so that i could talk to kids about the things they were talking about i think the only place that i felt in my skin and comfortable, I think there were two places. It was always music and it was always in taekwondo. Uh, That's kind of when it started to fall into place for me. I I would say that's when the glow up started to happen. When uh, singing came a little later but taekwondo was first, I'd always played piano so there was that creativity there. Creativity, creativity and getting into my body through the taekwondo that really helped me so I think even now that's Mm -hmm. what I go back to when I feel off-kilter or if I feel like I need the glow up. Fueling my body in healthy ways, also fueling my creativity of, like, what I always wanted to do as a child.
0: Those things have stayed constant for you, uh, even as battle. Yes, and it's a
1: battle. Mm-hmm. It's a battle, Anthony. It's like a, that yeah. never stops. I always think, oh my gosh, I'm feeling great. And then well, we're human, and then yes. we fall into these patterns, and we go back, and then the glow up kind of dims, and you kind of feel yes. it, and you're like, no. And you have that battle between, like, the mind and how your body actually really feels, and your mind's like, no girl, no girl. Like, yes. you're, so, you're glowing. Like, you're there. Yes. Like, you gotta glow. Keep going. And you're... Nearby, it's like oh no like there's no light like there's nothing like i need to re-energize and so but i think even that being said like i think that is probably the biggest triumph that i'm starting to recognize for myself Mm -hmm. understanding like when my mind and my heart are at battle constantly choosing my heart and also knowing that that battle is not one we ever fully win if that makes sense it's a battle that keeps us humble it keeps us human and it keeps us grounded in who we are and it reminds us every time choose the heart choose the heart and it gets easier over time but i don't think easier means i won and i think Mm. even when we say i won or i've healed that to me sometimes points towards the mind right that's not my heart what my heart would say would be like oh my gosh thank you for choosing me number one wow and it would say oh my gosh continue to choose me right every day yes it wouldn't be I'm won or I've healed. It's
0: just continue yes. to choose me. You've touched on this just there, but Justin, how for someone who has trouble identifying with their heart or their mind, what would what advice would you give someone to better understand where is this messaging coming from
1: to me like when we were in the mind yes i kind of i i said this last night when i was talking to the reinventing women group Mm -hmm. lisa charles's group yeah and i had equated being in the mind is like running sprints like 10 mile per hour sprints on and off on and off on and off like one minute on one minute off and i equate choosing the heart as running a slower incline for forever wow does that make sense yes like you it's to me it's harder Mm -hmm. because i don't have a break right yeah to run that incline steady up 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 whereas if i if i am in my mind i can chase one thing and then i can stop i can chase one thing and then i can stop because for me the mind is like a sprint that aims for the immediate gratification or pleasure that is distraction and for me the heart is actually running that incline where you feel the pain consistently but you learn to endure and you learn your pacing you learn that it's not going to be easy you learn there's going to be moments and you learn and to me like the moments of ease are not that it became easier it's that my lungs expanded to breathe more my heart expanded wow. to feel more so i can endure for longer because it's like what we call it like lasting love that's what everyone wants we don't want the sprint even though sometimes it's like really gratifying yes but really what we're after is that long endurance you've
0: put that so brilliantly because there's so many moments where i feel you want to bask in a break sometimes but then you're also <laughs> like oh wait you, you nailed it. You're like, I am capable of so much more. Like, it's just yes. the lungs have grown. And that's all part of a glow up, too. And as two gay men, I find mm-hmm. that pressure I used to put on myself for like my own glow up I would look back at like pictures of myself as a kid or before I came out like it's very clear to me that there was a time where I wasn't comfortable in my own identity so I wasn't as comfortable in my own physical body as well Mm -hmm. and then after I came out and I got into my own like spiritual emotional and physical routines that's when I started to really feel more comfortable in myself and in my own eyes I became more Mm -hmm. physically appealing so there's that where we overcome something big in life and then we start to notice the physical effects of becoming a healthier happier human Mm -hmm. but there's that also paired with pressure of Mm. the world pressure especially in the lgbtq plus community that we put on each other to have expectations of looking perfect all the time at least that's Mm -hmm. how i experience it at moments so how did that journey for you of being comfortable in your physical body how did you pair that with like the pressure of being a performer being someone who's into fitness and helps others with fitness like where do you draw the line of i'm happy with who i am and i'm doing it for me versus i have to do it because of a role i have or because of my job like how does that all resonate with you oh wow
1: you know honestly it's something that i
0: think i still struggle with like to this day sure i
1: think it's something that oddly comes up in weird moments and it's not like big moments it's just like sometimes in the quiet moments or even when i'm at the gym and i find my eyes wandering or comparing yeah right this little like comparison voice in my head fitness arts creativity always something that i did with a goal in mind okay if that makes sense like i did Mm -hmm. i did so that i could get the next role i did because i knew that's what i needed to do to move up in the world or in my career and as good as that was, because I was doing good things to get me to a successful place, I will be honest in saying that I was so narrow-minded and focused just on the goal that I actually, in the midst, I will say, forgot about myself it was all about more clients it was all about getting to the next thing it was all about doing what i could do for others and and that was gratifying so i think it honestly was kind of like a perpetuation of how i felt when i was coming out you know just it was basically the perpetuation of like oh my gosh someone loved me for me you know or even like deeper oh my gosh can i love myself for me like and do i fit in so it's something that i struggle with in a sense that now i'm like oh what am i doing to seek validation and acceptance for others and what am i doing that i just love because it's for me because i love it um and i think that's like honestly the most difficult i would say that's kind of like uh, after even all the stuff that i've done that's like wonderful i would say that's like the underlying story that i kind of live in and i question myself of being like oh am i doing this because i love it or am i doing it because i'm seeking attention for something so again that battle of am i doing it because my mind wants to feel good or am i doing it because i'm choosing my heart right i think that's for me the place in life and i even like can kind of judge that and be like oh my gosh justin like you've done all these things there shouldn't be that question (laughs) but then part of me is like there shouldn't be that question is To me, like, something that I feel like was programmed for me and inputted from society, right? Like, everything we see on the phones and all these things. And I think just having the awareness of that and, like, feeling into those feelings versus thinking my way out or trying to fix it is growth. And honestly, I think in that lies the glow-up, the beauty of
0: living. That's when you put it that way so beautifully I think of myself sometimes I wake up and my alarm goes off and I'm like okay I gotta go to the gym I gotta go to the gym Mm -hmm. I'm feeling really regimented but then there's sometimes there's this underlying feeling of I just want to get on my yoga mat and do something really relaxing and stretch Mm. and flow. But then there's Mm -hmm. the pressure that comes in just in that dichotomy of like, no, go to the gym because you need to be the most fit version of yourself. And if you're on the yoga mat, that's not going to get you the results, but it's like, I want to be on the yoga mat. Like I'm tired today. So (laughs) I hear that. It's a battle I face regularly too. It's like the heart and the mind. Yeah. It's it's
1: the heart and the mind. And I feel like it's a a unique thing, not a unique thing. I think it's a universal thing, but I think for, I can only speak for myself, yeah. but I feel it's unique in a sense of being gay, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, or being someone that has felt they don't belong, or has felt they are not right. Because I, for yeah. me, I think, and I'll, I'll admit it out there, like, I have this addiction to shame as much as I okay. try to fix or whatever it, yeah. or move away further from it. I realize that it's there, like, woven in my system. because for the many Mm -hmm. years of like Mm -hmm. being attached to it or feeling that way or feeling wrong. And I don't think it's something that what I'm trying not to do is hide from it anymore. It's kind of like A friendly reminder it's my friend now to be like oh Mm. this is where you were and this is what you are wanting to become oh I can now choose to not go to the gym and push so hard and choose to give myself a little bit of self-love today because I'm just tired you know and I and I have that mind in my head that's always like ah you can't be tired you have goals you have to do this you have to look a certain way and all this stuff but it's like our bodies are actually telling us oh man like That's where our story is living, right? Our mind can like recall so many stories or fantasies or fairy tales of what we're supposed to be, but our body really knows what the true authentic story is and what it needs to glow up because isn't that the moment like that we are all working towards, like that moment where we can finally choose ourselves over anything else?
0: Oh, how brilliant. And this is why I wanted to call this episode the glow up because there's the what society in our many communities would call the glow up is like i was young and uncomfortable in myself and now look at mm-hmm. me like i'm in better mm-hmm. shape i dress well and whatever and like yes that's we can acknowledge that we mm-hmm. can be more comfortable in our bodies but the glow mm-hmm. up For me and what I'm hearing from you and for many, it's never been just about the physical transformation. It's always Mm -hmm. about those years when we weren't comfortable physically, there was the shame, there was the guilt, there was Mm -hmm. the not belonging. There was the feelings of I'll never fit in. And then when we've slowly started to overcome that over the years and you've faced different challenges and adversity, but then it's all about listening to your body and letting Mm -hmm. your body guide you and being connected spiritually, however that shows up for an individual. and that's what i think sometimes people miss in the Mm -hmm. reflection back like i'll look at an old picture of myself and be like oh wow look how far i've come but then Mm -hmm. through this conversation and more reflection it's not just the physical like the glow up is internal right Mm -hmm. it is it's Mm. to
1: me i think the glow up is that feeling of joy within ourselves Mm -hmm. right and it's something that because it's a feeling, it's not tangible. And because we're yes. human, we want tangible things. <laughs> right. Like, so just like, it's just how it is. It's like our, yeah. it's like the double-edged sword, right? Yes. so wonderful to be a human, but also so horrible to be a human, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, like, right. Cause we're always trying to understand something, move forward, create something new. And we forget our temple, our bodies actually brought us here. Right. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse. And it's our, I think, our ultimate, our biggest responsibility in life to continue to connect each and every day to it. Because at the end of the day, I feel like it's our spirit connecting to our bodies to live our most authentic lives, right? To live our purpose. You know, someone might be hearing this and be like, oh my gosh, like, well, I need like something tangible to do. You know, like the easiest tangible thing is like touch your heart. Where does it feel? Where do you feel pain in your body right now? Not your mind. Again, that that thing about, am I sprinting with the mind, Mm -hmm. or am I running on the incline with my body and my heart? I think we forget that that incline jog is the joy. It's it's slow and steady, right? It's not a sprint. It's just this thing of slow and steady, continue to build the habits, continue to go, continue to choose the heart, despite how you feel. Don't ignore how you feel, but continue to move through it,
0: right? Justin, this is pure genius that you're speaking here and I just need oh, to, like, you recognize that. <laughs> open your mouth and you speak such beautiful, beautiful words. And oh, so my question on that, Justin, is obviously you always had this in you. Like, I fully believe, although I didn't know you, you must have been such a brilliant child and a brilliant student and a brilliant... Oh my gosh, tell that, that to my
1: mom and my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure they feel that, but I,
1: they they will be like,
0: he was a lot. He was a lot. <laughs> So I kind of want to go there like when did okay f- for you let's speak to you for this moment when did that start to shift were you always this like intuitive and well-spoken or like you've obviously had ups and downs on your journey but when did you really start to lean into like your skills your gifts your abilities your heart like when did that click for you in life like at what mm. stage I honestly think it has just been recent
1: and I think wow. it I'll be honest like I think yeah. most of the things I've done in my life even like as much as fitness has helped me as much as sure. creativity creativity the arts has helped me yeah. I still think I was always doing everything for a sense of approval to feel like right. I could fit in. My glow up I don't think started until I started to tell my story. Wow. Because at honestly I feel like that started in acting class when I came back to acting class because it's kind of frustrated with the business and I wanted to um, be able to afford things in New York City so then I switched to personal training and I became a personal trainer in like 2010. Did that for a few years and then I kind of started to fold in theater and creativity again and I remember that first monologue that I had to write about Mm. a defining moment in my life and it was it was that and it was I it was so clear it was like coming out to my mom. It was like I would have thought my glow up would have happened when I actually came out to my mom. Yes. But it actually dimmed, actually, truthfully, because I was ready to receive my own glow up. I still was attached that I could only glow if other people's love if other people loved me if that made sense so i think when i started to speak about the story and like flesh it out a little bit more in like acting class because i feel like that was where i was able to be free to feel my emotions and then it kind of spun into oh my gosh there's a speaker slam competition of healing and then it was my actually my birthday month which is june i was uh, june 16th is my birthday so it's also so amazing that this is happening in june as well Right? Like, it's, it's my birth month, it's the re, rebirth of a new year for me, you know? And that's when, but it was all hinged upon me telling my story, and I remember doing that, and honestly, like, being so scared to do it, but also framing it in my mind of, you know what, this is the best gift I can give to myself. You know, live it out and wrestle with the feelings for the first time in my life at the age of 38. The glow up can happen anytime. So every time I do something like this or speak, I I see it as a way to truly heal myself.
0: Going back to the time when you came out to family, would you ever have had a vision in your head of you being on stage telling your story so vulnerably? Oh my God, no. <laughs> Absolutely no. I no. Forget, I was like, Baby Jack always had this vision, but I remember being the same. I was like, I will never, ever talk about this. And then I feel like we've both shared our coming mm-hmm. out stories on, on stages in different ways. Yes. But like, so is that wild for you to look back on?
1: It is, yeah. you know, because I always thought it was a private thing that mm-hmm. no one needed to know. I didn't need to talk about it. But at the end of the day, the only person that I was hurting by not talking about it was myself. In essence, I was like hiding my story, yes. hiding it again, and putting myself back. In the closet, not just about sexuality. We do this in little microcosms, every one of us in aspects of our lives, right? Because we're afraid of something, of being seen or being disappointed yeah. or being loved. I think that's the most difficult part. And somehow finding, you know, getting on that treadmill. On that incline, and even if it's a walk, just to walk and continue to go and feel it all and feel everything because you're still moving forward, you know, but just not stopping.
0: As you were speaking, Justin, you remind me every single chapter or phase of life brings people to this very moment. And I think you are just such a beautiful, living, breathing example of that. And this is uh, such a like job interview question. So don't take it in that way, but take it in Mm. like, what are your big ambitions now? Like, from everything you've learned, now you're helping other people with their speaking. And wellness, like, where do you? What's your legacy, Justin? Is, is oh, what legacy. I guess my question.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think my legacy is someone who's just trying to be kind to himself. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like I just like I'm like, I oh my it. gosh, no wonder like yeah. I like my partner and I launched this maybe kind thing because yes. I was like, oh, it's just I'm still reminding myself to be kind to myself, oh. and it is like the hardest thing to do no matter how much fitness i've done no matter what i've achieved no matter any of these like things how much i love my family how much i've grown to love myself it is still so hard to be kind to myself and it is so necessary for me to be mind myself of that right we're told to do so many things we're told we're told that that's going to give us the glow up but really it's that idea of spirituality or something bigger than us that we're wishing to guide us which is within right our heart our souls so i would love that to be my legacy i think i would love to also my legacy to be someone who even when he wanted to say no says yes wow you know right at the power of just showing up uh, despite how scared i am and then i i believe that everything else will kind of follow when i do of course i would love to still maybe one day be in a broadway show uh be on big stages giving keynotes and doing these things and seeing everyone in a may i be kind hoodie and t-shirt you know those are all kind of products of of the legacy What makes your heart beat that's family that's friends and at the end of the day i can't receive my family and i can't receive my friends unless i receive myself it's what i would want my legacy to be just someone who really Tried his best to receive himself.
0: I think you are certainly doing that, Justin. So, oh, thank congratulations you. Congratulations to you. Thank to you. Keep that beautiful legacy up. Thank you were such an inspiration. For the listeners who know the podcast, we always end with an authenticity hack, and so this mm-hmm. week we have the beautiful pleasure of having Justin lead this for us. But before mm-hmm. we go there, I'm gonna rapid fire a few questions to you that I yeah. just want you to answer really quick. Okay. <laughs> They're completely. Yeah, yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. This okay. Is just fun. Awesome. Favorite style of workout. Oh my gosh. Oh, strength training. Just basic strength training i love it okay yoga <laughs> or pilates if you had to choose Ooh, yoga love it favorite clothing brand or store apart from your line may i be kind <laughs> <laughs> i love That's i would cool. say like i love theory Ooh,
1: i love beautiful. um honestly every, anything that has like a pop of color or oh, yes. honestly i love athletic wear i live in athletic wear so give me a lulu give the- oh i love it i love it okay
0: um your favorite show to see on broadway
1: Oh, my favorite show. I just actually saw Light the Piazza with Ruthie Ann Miles. It was incredible. It was a short run at New York City Center
0: Encores. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, lovely. Lovely. Okay. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Ooh,
1: uh, Nicki Minaj. Yes. I was going to say there's older.
0: (laughs) I did set you up because if you said Cardi B, I probably would have trashed this interview. So good answer. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. Um, that was just a fun little segment I wanted to awesome. throw in to bring us into the authenticity hack. So Justin, I want you to take it away. The segment. Oh my gosh. So
1: when, when you'd asked me about the yes. authenticity hack, so many yeah. things came to mind, right? But I, I guess I define authenticity hack as like the simplest thing we can do towards our most authentic selves. And I've been sitting with this for a while and it takes me back to a memory when, uh, my partner and I just met and we would turn our phones off, put them in a box for what, 24 hours. Whoa. And we would just be with each other. And we struggle now to like do that because life is so busy. Yes. But I will tell you the beauty in that 24 hours was that, and it was during a pandemic. So we were already alone, but we decided to be more alone. Wow. Right? Because I think in the aloneness and the quiet, lies our authenticity. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many solutions Mm -hmm. to finding silence. We can meditate, we can... I I would challenge everyone to turn off all technology, put your phones away and see what comes up. I'll be the first one to fess up. Like some, it's so hard sometimes not to, our, our alarms are attached to our phones it's so hard not to go yes. to the phone the first time you know and i know i'm in deep shit when i literally have to shit on the toilet with my phone Why in not? hand, right <laughs> yeah. like then you know you're like ooh, like where this have we is gone? not right <laughs> this is the furthest from my authenticity <laughs> that i can or the truth of it at the matter like right now yeah. you know this is what i am doing to myself so i think the best authenticity hack is like start little you know like Beautiful. if it's take your phone out of your room, put it into the living room, and set parameters and structures for yourself with that. But I will say, like, and this is a wonderful reminder for me and my partner as well too, to maybe reinsert this in our lives, that we're so codependent on the phone and what it says to do that we forget that we know innately what to do. It becomes scary. And it's this feeling that I have, and I don't know if anyone else out there feels that way. But when I put my phone away, I'm like, oh my god. Now like, what? what do I do? I can't, yeah. I can't just cook because I'm cooking. I can't just uh-huh. walk because I'm walking. I can't just sit in the park, right? And it's something that I feel like, you know, it's, it's how society has evolved. But I think we get to choose. And I think in that moment, that is choosing our in- authenticity. Our authenticity starts to show up in the silence when we're away from technology and yes. by ourselves.
0: When you first said it, you were like, we put our phones away. I thought you were going to say for 20 minutes. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, good activity. (laughs) They're 24 hours. I'm like, you know what? Wow. Yeah, work to that
1: 24 hours. Because at least at the the end of the day, there's 365 days in the year, right? And we spend 365 days with our phones by our side. Like, we literally can't spend one day just with our bodies and ourselves. Okay, (laughs) I'm
0: going to take this on as a challenge. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be my own accountability to report in two weeks. On the next episode, to let the Perfect. listeners know that I've done this, and so yes, I Yes, me too. Everyone else, too. Justin
1: included. We'll do it together. Yes, we'll do it together. Okay. <laughs> okay,
0: we're, we're totally yes. gonna pick a day. We have to keep yes. each other accountable here because this is yes. tough. But. There's so much value in what you're saying. And I appreciate the thoughtfulness behind this authenticity hack because it sounds like it is exactly what so many of us need. It's on
1: tape now and it's recorded. So whenever I fall off too, I can remind myself.
0: I'm always surprised by what comes out of your mouth because I need to hear it all the time. It's like the surprise for me, but I'm never surprised that it's coming from you because you Uh are just so incredible, angelic, like thoughtical and all that you do. So thank you for being here and spending time on the Anton podcast. It really means so much to me, and I. Before we wrap up, there's something that you said that really stuck out to me that I want to hark back on. Is that Mm -hmm. it reminds me of my why and why I do the work I do. Is that when we come out, we often feel like that's going to be the moment, that's going to be our big glow up, like we did it, yes. But uh, many of us are met with like a bit of a pitfall, like it's Mm -hmm. stress, it's now who do I have to talk to next it's worrying about what do they think about me it's worrying about any adverse reactions you got and so it's the moments after where we can really be able to support ourselves and seek support to step into that authenticity faster and in a more beautiful and calming and respectful way which is where my work with my coach came in so I just want to let the listeners know whatever you're going through whether you're part of this community specifically or not When you feel like you have made a big moment in your life and it isn't all that, just know that those beautiful moments are coming and the celebration and the authenticity is there. You just have to stick through it and find your supportive tribes. So thank you for mirroring that back to me and just reminding me of how incredibly important all the work that we do is to just raise the vibrational frequency of this world that is so troubled.
1: Yes, just also just to remember that everything is just the beginning. It's never
0: the end, and we're on so. that steady inclined treadmill. The rest of life, yes, just
1: yes, <laughs> just the beginning, just wow. the beginning.
0: Justin, yeah. as we wrap up, where can the listeners find you? I talk a little bit about your "May I Be Kind," and I'm gonna link everything in the show notes. But give give your little spiel before we wrap up
1: yes yes everyone find me at ig justin senensei underscore and you can check out may i be kind may i be Kind.com at may i be kind and join our movement for kindness to remind ourselves that kindness begins within thank you for having me this was an amazing conversation i, I can't wait to hear it back because i feel like we both are just channeling so many different things yes. um but isn't that the glow up like when you yes. feel like you're glowy that just things come out from within yes. justin yes.
0: thank you it's 2 22 p.m we're recording which is a beautiful okay. magical number thank you for tuning in thank you so yes, much yes take
1: care everyone thank bye you.
0: so i recorded the intro and the outro for this podcast a few days after interviewing justin and i have been thinking about this interview still picturing myself on that inclined treadmill walking along each day with the capacity to handle more and more and take on new challenges. I'm really blessed to know Justin and to have had him on the podcast. What is so cool about these two guests that I've had, Justin and Millie, are that they are people I've only known for less than a year, but feel deeply connected to and so excited to follow their journeys and share them with you. So you heard Justin, get off your phone for a day. I know that sounds wild. I'm really overwhelmed at that thought, but I'm seriously going to try to do it in the next two weeks and report back to you. Thank you for listening to the fifth episode. Episode of the Antom podcast. Share, like, rate, review, and keep flowing. Thank you for listening to the Antom podcast, hosted by me, Anthony Tamiza, where we elevate all things authentic. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe or follow button to catch new episodes, which release every other Wednesday. If you liked this episode and you're listening on Spotify, leave a rating. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. Keep in touch by following along on Instagram at the Anton Podcast and at Anthony Tamiza. For more information on me, visit anthonytamiza.com where you can sign up for my newsletter and stay connected. Don't forget to read the show notes for more information. Ciao for now.